before your legs burn out, I want to give you a, another method to use. And then we'll do some Dharma talk. But this method is uh, just to identify when self arises in mind. And to identify when self arises in mind, we become more adept at looking at what self is. Shifu said that first we have to know self and then we can put down self. So when you sit, again, this is not a method that's your regular method. So there's a, a portion of it which is contemplative, not cogitative, not thinking. Maybe there's a little bit of that engaged in that. But as you begin to think, then you also have to understand that that thought also is indicative of self. And because all you're doing here is identifying self, so any thought that arises, we're looking for the accompanying self that attaches to it or that brings it up. I am doing very good. I am sleepy. I am itchy. My legs hurt. Whatever thought comes up, then try to locate the self in the thought. There will be no shortage of self, so you should have good hunting. Um, you'll find that self comes up in many different ways, and and what we're really looking for here is to become really good at getting the finer um, selves, the little tiny cells, subtle selves. Um, there's a lot of times when they talk about subtle wisdom in the in the practice. The subtle wisdom is searching out that those parts of self that are that that are there we don't really see we don't really tune into it's very subtle and as we look at things it just like sublime isn't like oh I'm for joy I'm for joy I'm so happy I'm so happy it's very very kind of uh, calm down and the same thing here is that we're using our mind not to catch the big selves that come up. I'm hungry. I hurt. I'm this. I'm that. Too cold. Too hot. Too sleepy. Whatever. But we're looking for these little tiny little ones that come up. I, I. Little things come up. What? And and you're spotting them coming up. And as you spot them, just release them. Just recognize that there was something there. Even sometimes it might be a very trace of a self. Because once you see the self, then the self will dissipate. Two things about the self, the illusory self. One, that it's a coward. It's like a mouse when you turn on the kitchen light. Immediately wants to run underneath the refrigerator. You've never seen a mouse go, and what are you going to do about it? No, they run away right away. That's the self, the illusory self. 
the other thing is that it's very clever. It's very clever, and it will stand right next to mine and go, just you and me, we'll get rid of that self, you watch. We'll get rid of it. And it, so it'll be constantly twisting on you to get you to to look at something, and all of a sudden you're meditating, you're on your method, and it's going, hey, look at that. No, I'm on my method. It's okay because it's enlightenment. What? And then right away you want to look. Where's the enlightenment? Oh, it, it's coming right now. Just watch. You're going to see. Oh, okay. It, it, here's the colors. You know, right after the colors, you know, you're going to see something. And then now you're you're there and you're engaged in this self-discussion. And it took you right off your method. You didn't even know that you were off your method. It, it can fool you just like that. And, and at the higher states of practice, it fools you with the things that it wants to get you. It's kind of like the the Christian uh, ministers and stuff. You know, they they sometimes they become so caught up in their religion they lose their religion and they get blinded by it. And sometimes it pulls them deeper and deeper into into their religion. Um, and where they no longer can use wisdom anymore. And I've seen that happen with Buddhist practitioners as well, um, where they've, they've lost the real practice somewhere along the line. Um, the reason is because they didn't see the self coming up and showing up. And they, their mind and their, or their self was very clever to come under a different guise. So it's very difficult. We always have to be on guard about that. Um, if you could see the self arising, that's important because it often arises without an accompanying image. It doesn't always just arise because, let's say, the image of a Krispy Kreme donut comes up and one has an opinion on it. It is this idea that I was talking about before where it's not really self it's just hunting for something because it's habitual energy there's no self there we call it self there because it's appearing in mind and we perceive ourselves to be thinking but there's something that's looking it's going what am I going to think about next I'm thinking about something and it's there searching. That's the subtleness of searching out the cell. That's the one you want to you want to pick out. And the thing is, is that it's formless, colorless, invisible. But you can still see the traces of it. And as that's enough to see the traces of. of it was here a moment ago, now it's gone. And you're seeing these traces, eventually you'll, you catch up with that sensation or the movement in the mind. So you have to be very, very quiet, very relaxed, very sublime, very much in the present moment. And then you can pick up these little incidences of self, tiny little flashes of it. And don't think you're going to see a sign on it saying self. It, 
it's going to be very subtle. So that's what we're looking for right now. And so you can go ahead and, and just work on this. Uh, again, you know, you may, the self may capture you and then the self is going to be looking for self. But try to disengage yourself. So however that works. But go ahead and try this. And um, again, this is a very abstract type method. Not intended to be practiced by itself. You know, this is only for professionals, but I'm letting you guys use it for today, okay? Try it.